Introduction Quote, Caesar, having stationed his army on both sides of the fortifications, in order that, if occasion should arise, each should hold and know his own post, orders the cavalry to issue forth from the camp and commence action. There was a commanding view from the entire camp, which occupied a ridge of hills, and the minds of all the soldiers anxiously awaited the issue of the battle. The Gauls had scattered archers and light-armed infantry here and there, among their cavalry, to give relief to the retreating troops and sustain the impetuosity of our cavalry. Several of our soldiers were unexpectedly wounded by these and left the battle. When the Gauls were confident that their countrymen were the conquerors in the action and beheld our men hard-pressed by numbers, both those who were hemmed in by the line of circumvallation and those who had come to aid them supported the spirits of their men by shouts and yells from every quarter. As the action was carried on in sight of all, neither a brave nor cowardly act could be concealed. Both the desire of praise and the fear of ignominy urged on each party to valor. After fighting from noon to almost sunset without victory inclining in favor of either, the Germans, on one side, made a charge against the enemy in a compact body and drove them back, and when they were put to fight, the archers were surrounded and cut to pieces. In other parts, likewise, our men pursued to the camp the retreating enemy and did not give them an opportunity of rallying. End quote. Caesar de Bello Gallico The Gallic Wars the series of campaigns waged by Julius Caesar on behalf of the Roman Senate between 58 to 50 BC were among the defining conflicts of the Roman era. Not only was the expansion of the Republic's domains unprecedented, especially when considering it was undertaken under the auspices of a single general, it had a profound cultural impact on Rome itself as well. The Roman Republic, so dynamic in the wake of the destruction of their ancient enemy Carthage, had recently suffered a series of dramatic upheavals, from the great slave rebellion of Spartacus to the brutal and bloody struggle for power of Marius and Sulla. Rome had been shaken to its very core, and a victory was essential, both to replenish the dwindling national coffers and to instill in the people a sense of civic pride and a certainty in the supremacy of the Republic. Quite simply, in terms of scale, the Gallic Wars were unmatched by anything the Roman Republic had witnessed since the Punic Wars. By the end of the campaign, Ancient historians estimated that more than a million people had died, and still more displaced or enslaved. Even by the more conservative estimates of modern historians, a casualty count in the hundreds of thousands appears possible. Either way, the war was a cataclysm, involving tens of thousands of combatants, and it also marked the greatest displays of skill by one of the greatest battlefield generals history has ever known. Caesar's successful campaigns in Gaul have become the stuff of military legend, in part because he had the foresight to document them himself. Caesar himself wrote a famous first-hand account of the Gallic Wars, apparently from notes he had kept during the campaigns, and he wrote Commentari de Bello Gallico, Commentaries on the Gallic War, in the third person. Caesar's account described the campaigning and the battles, all as part of a propaganda campaign to win the popularity of the Roman people. As a result, he left out inconvenient facts, including how much of a fortune he made plundering, but the work still remains popular today and is still used to teach Latin.